Oh, welcome back, gang, up and down the network across the countryside. Al Gottfried, A.J. Gottfried, back this morning uh, live in our State Farm Los Angeles studios. Uh, yep, yep. No of course. Tra- uh, no traffic this, today. No, there's no traffic. I don't know what's going on. It's like there's good, positive benefits, and then there's all this hysteria. But anyhow, welcome back. We're talking sports. Believe it or not, lots of go- lots of things happening over the last 24 hours and 48 hours. We're going to get into it all, but... Right now, we've got a very special guest because we go back way back, huh, Pop? Our dear friend, Dr. Kim Dickinson, who is now uh, currently Vice President Clinical Operations at Oncocyte. And uh, Kim, it's great to have you on the air with us, our dear friend. Oh, thank you guys so much. Great to talk with you. I mean, obviously, we've all been uh, hit hard uh, by the wave of uh, this virus that uh, surprised all of us with the magnitude. Uh, what's your, just firstly, what's your take on the situation? Um, Alice, it's, it's a good question. I think um, everyone is doing everything possible so that we don't overwhelm the healthcare system. And I think that's really important for everyone to know. The social distancing and the restaurant closure, school closures, et cetera, is important um, from the standpoint of the spread of the disease and also um, overwhelming the healthcare capacity. But I also just kind of want to throw in here, we really want to protect the people most at risk, which are folks over 60. And I think that the, the, what, we're, what we're doing, we can help really to prevent the infection for those that are most at risk. And then secondary to that is slowing the broader spread to the remainder of the population. No. You know, um, we've seen so many doctors and, let's say, experts over the last two weeks, whether they're on television, on the radio, trying to get, you know, people trying to get answers and, you know, certainly a lot smarter than uh, my father and I here. But, um, you know, as an everyday Joe and, you know, trying to get as much information as possible. But it seems like a lot of these doctors... You know, at least maybe in the last 24, 48 hours or saying, you know, give it six to eight more weeks and we'll see almost like a better kind of uh, resolution. I mean, not completely going away, but um, you got to just give it time. Yeah, Al, uh, Adam, that's a good point. So this this particular coronavirus, coronavirus overall is you can have a common cold to the, uh, a run of the mill coronavirus. The reason this one is interesting is the COVID, coronavirus disease 19, the COVID, uh, is that it's novel in the sense that we haven't seen this particular strain of, of, of coronavirus. So regarding normally you see the, the cold and flu season in the spring and fall, uh, I think folks are hoping that is how this coronavirus will react. But since it's a new or novel coronavirus, we really don't have the exact answer to that. So I think the, the, the caution that everyone is, 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 is recommending is, is really prudent at this particular point in time. Yes, there are some inconveniences, but this isn't the first time we've seen a mutant of a coronavirus jump into humans. If you remember SARS. Yep. And also MRSA from the um, MERS, M-E-R-S, from the uh, from the Middle East. It was the same thing. They came from cats or from camels and then jumped into the human. At this point, I don't know that anyone has definitively identified where the COVID jumped from animals to human. If it if that is even what happened, but mm-hmm. I think the hope is is that it will it, it will exhibit the similar pro- the similar kind of processes to coronaviruses and that it will 
uh, eventually extinguish itself over over the time of the uh, during spring. Let me ask you a question because we have been dealing with let's say influenza for so many many years, decades, which has been you know the leading cause of death. Let's just say for I mean I mean one of the leading. I mean like we're talking like thirty thousand plus a year. It's crazy. And then you know you get this coronavirus and all the hysteria is going on because as you mentioned, people just don't know a lot about it right now. But you know people walk in every day. I mean they're going through life. They're walking to a grocery store, certainly being cautious. But they could have no symptoms and have the virus. So. You know, is it is it really crazy or out of line to say stay home for 14 days and don't interact with anyone? Um, or is it really, you know, coming down to the wire of saying, you know, hey, you know, the influenza is still, you know, number one. I mean, the only good thing about influenza is, is that we could take Tamiflu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's an excellent point, Adam, on, on so many fronts. I think we've learned a lot from past. Uh, we've had we've had some flu epidemics, not quite of the past of the 1917, but really resurgence of the flu. And we've learned a lot, right? We've overwhelmed hospital systems when those flus have have really brought forward, and then other patients aren't getting care. So I think that's a really good point: is what we've learned from the past with flu. But you also bring up another interesting point: is that we do now have a vaccination for influenza as well as treatment. Where at this particular point, we don't have that for corona. We will have a vaccine. That's how medicine works. And we probably will have some oral antiviral also if, if you get the, if, if, if you contract the virus. But we're not there yet. So I think where, what the recommendations from um, the CDC and the NIH have been superb in that let's, let's take all the past lessons we've learned, our personal hygiene, mm-hmm. washing our hands, being cognizant of that. Also, Preventing the spread of the virus and the way we prevent the spread of the virus is really distancing ourselves from people because it is a respiratory, uh, it's spread via the respiratory system. So I think you bring up a lot of good points in that, in, in, in that statement, but also we've learned from, from influenza in the past, so let's take those lessons and move those forward and not have that, not have another really horrible situation on our hands. And if we can distance ourselves then I think we won't overwhelm the healthcare system and we'll take care, we'll take better care of the older folks who are really much, much more at risk at corona than uh, younger people. We're, doc- we're talking with Dr. Kim Dickinson, mm-hmm. dear friend of the uh, family. For when are we going to play some golf? We have to wait till this coronavirus uh, goes away, Kim? Or can we go out on, well, the, go- can we go out on the golf course? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Al, let's go on the golf course. Let's, uh, we won't be able to have a beer afterwards, but if we're only a foursome, then we're sheltering okay, right? There's just four of us. We can thread some needles. Absolutely, absolutely, Al, you do it the best. <laughs> well, this has just been uh, real interesting. It's great to talk to you again on the uh, network. And again, uh, good advice with regards to just being redundant with the, this uh, cleanliness and washing of hands and, and the, uh, you know, everything. And uh, we'll just uh, all stay healthy. Yeah, we'll try. Yeah, yeah, be calm and just pay attention. And this too will pass. All right. Great checking in. Thank you. Okay, you guys. We'll yep, be in take touch. Care. We'll be in touch. Yep. Dr. Kim Dickinson. Love it. Well, we are uh, continuing on here. We've got a nice podcast to remind everybody about, LTGL, and uh, your favorite uh, spots, including Spotify and uh, uh, iTunes. 
you can catch us. We're knocking out two or three of these a week. By the way, Dr. Kim Dickinson, although I usually just call her Kim because she's like a second mom to me all these years, but certainly one of the smartest people I've ever met. And prior to her joining Oncosite, she served as vice president of R&D and chief pathologist at BioCare Medical, where she uh, led a very responsible team for the R&D and testing of antibody optimizations, uh, basically dealing with cancer research, all that kind of stuff. I mean, she is so smart, and uh, her opinions are definitely taken seriously. Yeah, and on the uh, weekly broadcast, which re-airs, oh, by the way, 76 times right after we... Uh, Downloaded uh, after the show, uh, ltglshow.com or our free downloadable apps. Uh, we'll be talking to a lot of experts and uh, doctors and uh, keeping everybody abreast uh, uh, of what is uh, going on. Day by day, it's changing. We'll get into even some financial talk as President Trump, in my opinion, has done a great job communicating to uh, the American uh, society, all of us. He's been great almost every day. The entire team. Yeah, and almost Fauci every Fauci and Burks and, you know, your general surgeon or surgeon general. I mean, everyone. What, what a remarkable team. Hey, if, if even Governor Cuomo saying kudos are very deserved. I had well a, deserved, Mr. Trump. I had a remarkable team all over me at CVS Pharmacy yesterday taking great care of me. Really? Oh, yeah. Did you wear a mask when you walked in there? No masks. <laughs> the I Lone, went to Target to buy coffee, and I saw this guy in line with a mask. The Lone Ranger was way ahead of the curve. All right, more to come live here on Living the Good Life, syndicated coast to coast, and, of course, via podcast on all major outlets, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, you name it, we're there. Go to our website, ltglshow.com. We got, believe it or not, we got a lot of conversations ahead about the NFL, since everything else is kind of asleep right now. Yeah. 